Denise Stoner, a retired Floridian and member of the MUFON National Abduction Research Team, has claimed to have been abducted by otherworldly beings at least 50 times that she can remember. According to Denise, her experiences began when she was just two and a half years old and continued on throughout her entire life. Every time she has been taken, she describes a being with the features of a typical gray alien except for her escort being taller than the often described four-foot-tall creatures. As early as 1993, at what was perhaps the height of the alien abduction experience phenomenon, Whitley Strieber, author of the best-selling book Communion, reported receiving 55,000 letters from persons claiming to have been alien abductees. This well-documented but rarely studied aspect of the UFO world occupied the public imagination for much of the late 80s and well into the 90s. For most major news outlets, it seems the novelty of the reports of humans being taken aboard mysterious interstellar crafts or communicating with entities not of this planet has waned considerably. But still, reports of mysterious encounters with strikingly similar details continue to be reported. This case file join the theorists as they contribute to the ongoing discussions and deconstructions of the extraterrestrial interest in human reproduction and wild accounts of alien seductions with another series of introductions to cases concerning alien abductions. Welcome to Alien Theorist Theorizing Case File 233, Alien Abductions, Roman numeral 2. I'm Braden. I'm Zell. I'm Dan. And I'm Andrew. We are back, baby. And none of us. Um, we're back every week. We're back like, every week. We haven't gone anywhere. <laughs> yeah. This time feels like it's been a while, though. I don't know. Maybe it's because it we didn't do any bonus content early this week or something, but it's felt a while. It's, it's a busy week, man. Yeah. We missed you guys. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't do anything. We yeah. You know what that being said, too? The group we chat has fight. been kind of silent. We didn't fight on Messenger once this last week. <laughs> <laughs> no yelling, on, no text yelling. We had no arguments. Everything was going smooth. No passive aggressive texts. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, that's pretty funny. Um, very true. <laughs> uh, well, it was yeah. Well, I think we're a busy, just busy week. week this week. Yeah, everyone. I think everyone that's around the around the horn was busy. Other than Dan, Dan's just chilling just on the beach, living life. Some would say living, living a different life. kind of busy. <laughs> Getting busy, maybe. Hey, oh. Um, um, alien abductions, new, Roman numeral two, way back in the day. I believe it was me and Dan and Byron did alien abductions one. And I don't even remember what we talked about. Ah, so it probably sucked I, then. Probably. <laughs> Missing all the fucking I, I'm talent. pretty sure we did a general rundown of most alien abduction cases. I think we might've touched on Betty and Barney Hill, like the, you know, the OG alien abduction yeah. case, uh, in a sense. And then, um, but we kind of talked about a couple of ones, you know, this when we brought up the topic of alien abductions and doing this, I, I think it's it's really hard to nail down like very typical cases of alien abduction since a lot of, a lot of the details will vary from case to case, which is, is strange and something that I think can be remarked on. 
Um, but specifically, when you guys uh, mentioned this one, uh, the first one that you guys uh, put out there was the Clayton Lee and, or Clayton and Donna Lee abduction case mm-hmm. um, that I got to dig into or that we took a look at. So uh, <laughs> this specific, we peeked, we peeked at it. We looked at, it. Yeah. we looked at it. We thought there was going to um, be more. I know exactly what happened. Well, you guys pulled it up on a website and you're like, oh, that's a lot of words. Uh, yeah, let's do this one. And then yeah. Dan actually read it and was like, well, there's not a lot here, boys. Yeah. Those words all <laughs> say the same thing. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, so yeah, there wasn't, there wasn't, uh, it's a very succinct case. Um, <laughs> I guess you could say, uh, when you guys brought it up. So th- this specific case, uh, I guess you could track it back to December, 2005. And the, the, the when it first appeared on kind of in the media, it was, uh, from like a, a local channel six in Orlando and uh, there were claims made by Clayton Lee and his wife, Donna, who apparently came forward and they claimed that they had actually been contacted by extraterrestrials more than 20 times. Um, that statement, though, when I kind of looked at it, I'm not sure if they mean like together, which I thought would be interesting. You have a, you have a married couple um, being abducted by aliens, which is very much like you know, resembles, strongly resembles the, the case of Betty and Barney Hill. And, and if you kind of look at it, um, going through for this case, like looking through abductions, I thought something interesting to try and look up was to be like, oh, married couples having uh, alien abduction experiences because that's something that would be really strange. And when I looked at it, th- there's actually not that many. Um, like uh, Clayton Lee and Donna is a very singular case, at least uh, from from what is put forward in the, um, I guess, the, the probably the the one that came most or where they got their most airtime was on the, uh, was it the O'Reilly Factor? Right. Well, uh, and, and honestly, honestly, where, like, I feel like it would be hard to get any airtime now. Like, if I went to the local news and was like, hey, me me and the old lady, we've been both getting abducted by aliens. They'd be like, okay, cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, right. we'll send someone okay, around to yeah. take your story. Cool. Like, you're, oh. I don't think you're getting airtime. Dude, 2005, you got to think about the time. This was, this. like, I'm surprised this made the news and it wasn't on Mari. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. Let's let's bring out <laughs> Clayton and Donna who said they have extramarital affairs with aliens. <laughs> Took the I lie detector like- test and we determined that's the truth. <laughs> well, no, they didn't take a lie detector test. They got asked if they would, and they would. Say, they said no. They laughed about it. Yeah. But I remember, like the first, the, both their initial encounters, they weren't together, right? Because they both happened, like at least with Clayton, he was a kid when he had his first encounter, right? That's right. right. Clayton Clayton claims to have been in contact with ETs or had contact with ETs, um, like ongoing experiences since childhood. Um, according to him, he said that like his first experience that he remembers is that uh, he, he recalls being. Uh, playing in a park in the city uh, from where he was from. And then he he felt this, uh, I guess he, he had a, a sensation, uh, something, and then just realized that he was floating in the sky, his words. And then the next thing he knew, uh, he said he could like see the stars. So he was either being like pulled through, uh, you know, up Motherfucker through the atmosphere. Motherfucker fell, fell through the tire bridge is what happened. <laughs> yeah, he got <laughs> conked for sure. Right? Well, that's what I, like, uh, he did. He's, yeah, he lost consciousness. So, I mean, what kind of kids playing at this? Like, how's there no witnesses? There's no kid that's playing in a playground by himself, unless Clayton's kind of a fucking nerd. But, like, there's gonna be other kids. How old was he? It doesn't really say. 
yeah, I don't think he has it. It puts a specific age on it. Like if he's a kid, okay, so uh, a kid looking at the be, video, I'm going to say f- he's getting close to 50. No, I, when he was abducted I, 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 at the park. Yeah, when he was abducted. His original one we're talking about is when he was abduct, abducted at the park as a child and he was floating right. up in the sky. But it doesn't, he never says think, how old, yeah. but he could have been 10 and been playing at the park by himself. Yeah, yeah he's right. probably the type of kid that's fucking pushing 70s. his pet rock on the swings or something. Just fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but for him, for him, what makes the um, r- really... <laughs> he has a scar on the on one side of his torso. No way. He says he can't he can't explain or account for, and he believes that that scar is from one of these alien interactions that they had done something experimented. I got, I got patches uh, of hair on my back that I feel the same about. Where I'm like, where did this come from? This is new. It wasn't here yesterday. It's brand new. Yeah, Please. you're just getting abducted by aliens, and they're just shaving off hair. I suppose they're putting hair plugs in your back. Yeah, <laughs> but I so he, Clayton claims to have been at least abducted ten, maybe as many as twenty times uh, during his lifetime. Like up to like this is from two thousand. Like the interviews that they did, like it only really got. Um, I, I guess it went through really like a two month news cycle. Like it was out there. Um, they made it to like the O'Reilly factor and then it kind of just kind of falls off of that. And, uh, if, and if I've you, heard, they come on, let's be fair. The, o, the O'Reilly factor, that's the fucking peak. That's peak yeah. television. Yeah, I mean, come I on, mean, where are you going to go from there? Come on. <laughs> it does have strong there. reach. Let's be honest. <laughs> but that interview, that interview, I, I mean, you can kind of, you can kind of tell from uh, Bill O'Reilly's attitude, just the questions he asking are like really softball questions. And they're like, they have, they, they're not, they're not really, Oh, it's a fluff piece for sure. Like it's a, yeah. it's to kill five minutes at the end of a segment. Um, Not even five minutes. It's like what they, oh, maybe five, three to five minutes tops is how long that. They didn't have any good footage of the fucking hamster water skiing or anything like that, so they had to <laughs> yeah. go to this fucking shit. And it's hard to tell with Bill O'Reilly because he always kind of looks like an asshole. So it was hard to tell <laughs> if he was just being one of them or it was just his normal look. But uh, he, yeah, he didn't ask really anything like the most. Pressing question was, yes, well, why don't you take a lie detector test? And both of them said, like, well, we were there. We know what happened. So we don't feel the need to, we, we're not here to prove it to anyone. We're just here to share we're, our experience. We're just here on TV. <laughs> to be on TV. <laughs> we want our 15 minutes of fame. And we want to let other people who may ha- have had this experience and they're not reaching out, that there's organizations and stuff that can help you. And well, because discuss like, these things. Unfortunately, like Clayton, he had a few different experiences, but Donna seems like like I, it makes sense to me that they're kind of wanting to get their story out there because it sounds like Donna's had a far more traumatic experience from these abductions, right? Yeah, Clayton was. I mean, we've talked Clayton about off easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've talked about like lifelong abductees before. It's like they grab you as a kid. You know, they do their experiments. Let's say. They take their measurements, they take their samples, they come back every year or whatever, their whole life and see like, so that's kind of like that theory. You've like, been tagged. You're, ta- you're it's been a tagged. tagged animal, right? Yeah, and they come back as you grow up and they keep taking samples and see, like that's kind of the theory. Like they, They're exploring the human aging process. Getting, exploring all angles. And then, yeah, uh, Donna's experience uh, though is something quite So quite Donna, Donna was asked about, you know, describe, you know, what... It, natural question to ask an abductee. Well, what did they look like uh, first? So she kind of, she describes or she had descriptions for what the, um, the the actual ship felt like and what they look like. And uh, she described that as being human, but not quite human. 
uh, tall, slender, and blonde. Um, Nordics, you know, baby. Would, Nordics. Yeah, the Nordics. Fucking cells. <laughs> My ancestors. Um, and so, and then Donna would go on to describe the actual ship itself. And she just, um, she claimed that it was very cold and made of some type of metal. At least is the, the feeling that she got. Now, uh, Donna's, Donna's experience also included, uh, she claimed that she had actually had a fetus taken, that she had been pregnant at one point. Um, and then after one of these abduction experiences, uh, she felt that she was no longer pregnant. Pickle baby. Uh, and we've heard this before too, right? We've talked yeah, about a story similar to this. Yeah, right. So with, there are with married couples, though. It's like with with isolated people, well, getting implantation, and then you know, yeah, getting the fetus removed. You know what's interesting but, is is sorry, Braden, interrupt. I'll let you get right back to it. But like, like you know how we're talking, these people are tagged, right? So yeah. what happens if they put them in the same path together? Like they they oh. put them in this relationship together. So, you know what I mean? Somehow. To, to watch them age and study them together. Well, here's the thing. Okay. So I thought I had that same thought and I I'm glad you brought it up um, because when you read her accounts and stuff and they, they say they, she, she always says, both of them say they, they didn't use their voice. They don't talk, but they like, they can telepathically tell you and make you feel things right in these situations. So one of the thing, two of the things that stuck out to me about this was I, everything they kind of described seems very scientific. Like they don't want to interfere too much. So it's like, it will pull you out. We're not, we're not talking. We're not engaging. We're not engaging here. Right. Do our thing. And, and away we go. But if they're able to project feelings onto, like they have whatever telepathic abilities they have, they can project emotions onto people. Perhaps they can do just that, like playing Cupid, right? Shooting arrows. They put them in a chance meeting, right? And they project these feelings of love or lust and these good feelings when they see each other to basically manufacture this relationship together. So then they can not only study the growth of these two humans, but what happens when these humans are uh, in a relationship and they can study the oh. reproductive habits and all that kind of stuff. I, I, I thought that was very interesting. So alien dating game. Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a, Alien it, Tinder boys. Yeah, brought to you by Nick and Vanessa Lachey. No, Alien Coming to Netflix soon. soon. <laughs> yeah, the Alien Dating Game. I mean, like that's quite the horrific experience, right? Like she obviously, like she was pregnant. She had this experience, and then she was no longer pregnant. And like, not to discount her story at all, but it like got me thinking. Like, that's a super traumatic experience. Whether you know, somebody elects to go get a similar procedure done uh, and, you know, in an abortion, whatever, right? Or a miscarriage, whatever happens. Like, that's a super traumatic experience. And it made me wonder, it's like, what if this is just like an extremely traumatic experience that she's somehow like had like, uh, let's say like a retrograde amnesia from it and blocked it out. And then she's getting pieces of it back. Cause you, you talk, like you listen to her and it's like a cold steel room, all that type of shit, the way she describes the procedure. And it, it's, it sounds very clinical, right? It sounds so, like it could uh, yeah. have taken place, you know, in, you know, in a ter terrestrial environment, there's no reason why it couldn't have. And maybe that's like her excuse, you know, Oh, it must've happened by aliens because I never would have chosen to do this or but then you know, again, then you, then you got, you're getting, Clayton on on board as well. So you're saying that he like he's suffering well, reeling from the same loss, like, or maybe he's just like it's a lot easier if we believe that the fucking aliens came and took this than if this happened in real life. Maybe he's just maybe he's playing along with it. 
that leads us to our next no a candidate our next person here Susan Clancy which was a Harvard University she was no no, no. Susan Clancy was the psychologist that they worked with well, that's what before. I mean it, well they right. didn't they didn't go public until they talked to this girl Susan Clancy and Susan Clancy was never right. a believer in the ET or abductee phenomenon but she was more. She was. Well, no, she wasn't she, a believer. She just. She was more interested in the experiences of like the tra- right. trauma and which stuff. Which is, it, yeah, which is the same with like John Mack and like those guys and those people yeah. who like have studied alien abductions. It's that um, it, most cl- psychiatrists or uh, people who are, you know, academically trained, clinically trained psychiatrists, like the ones who do get into this, like they, they at least they claim they might actually be believers. That might be a, a core belief that they just don't want to put out there because, you know, everybody will think. You know, you lose your it's spot. It's not very academic. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. But, give you the uh, Gary she, Nolan. She treatment. said that she was interested just in the 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 phenomenon of the alien abduction claims, like why the experience of how m- there are so many people making these claims. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Is it you know? Is it aliens? The other or thing is it some other bugs me. Uh, thing that bugs thing. me about the, that of that of someone being like, "Hey, listen, I'm only into the claims of UFOs, but you know what I'm really into? Hypnosis, <laughs> right? Well, it's uh, proven hey, science. Hey, I'm, hey, not, I'm not into aliens, uh, but you know, hey. I'm into proven science, and yeah. I know a ton of people. They're not smoking anymore. <laughs> yeah. All right, they don't want to. They don't want fucking smokes. <laughs> they don't want to smoke. Hey, All because of this. I dangle this little pocket watch. It's science. Yeah. yeah, I learned this from Doctor Sprinkles. Yeah, absolutely. Dr. Sprinkles. Look at you want to see this person clucking like a chicken? I'll do it right now. Dr. Sprinkles. We call this the sprinkle That's science. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, but baby. That's it, science. It, it, I, like, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Like, so. I'm like, huh, you're really not into aliens. You're interested in their story, but you're big on hypnosis. Okay. I was like, I'm getting kind of uh, mixed messages here. So looking into it, like I'm not a hundred percent sure whether Susan Clancy was the one who recommended the hypnosis or the hypnosis came prior to uh, them meeting with Susan Clancy. Like, I'm not, I'm not a hundred, like the way the story, like some of the going into the research and reading like the different articles about it, I, I'm not sure Susan was like, this is what we need to do or would have recommended doing that. But I think maybe well, she partook, <laughs> <laughs> but I, th- I think, I think how it kind of went is that be- because Donna and Clayton were exp- had these experiences or they had some kind of inkling in the back of their heads that something was going on, um, they did the natural thing. I mean, this is 2005. So 2005, people know about alien abduction experiences and kind of the, the go-to, uh, you know, the go-to yeah. treatment or to unlock those, those secret memories, you have to go regressive hypnosis. That seemed yeah. to be the- I mean, Dr. The, Sprinkles is a household name. This isn't, this isn't 2005. Yeah. Everyone knows. Um, you know, the X-Files has been on the air for, for so long. So everybody knows, um, that that's, that's what you do. That's to, to, in order to get to those memories that have been blocked out by some sort of, well, by I, either. I seem to remember like I, I, 2005 is a big year for me. I graduated. I seem to remember that being the year of sprinkles. <laughs> like I just everywhere you went, Doctor Sprinkles, yeah. like yeah. tablet, Doctor Sprinkles, the, turn bi- on the, TV, the billboard, Dr. Sprinkles. want to remember, <laughs> Right? You, you know, you listen to the radio, Dr. Sprinkle, everywhere. So I get it. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. And it'd be like, oh man, I don't remember what happened. Sprinkle it on me, baby. Like that was the yeah. tagline. Absolutely. Right. One hundred sprinkles. 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 Right? It was, uh, you could call, there was a number you could call. Uh, you know, it was a 1-800 number. It was free. I remember we prank called it all the time as kids. Right. And then t- it's oddly oh. enough though. You know what I do remember? This is totally <laughs> off topic, but around this time, fucking Miss Cleo. Miss Cleo oh, was Cleo. fucking everywhere. 
That's right. Miss, hotline. Yeah, yeah, you remember Miss Cleo? Friends hotline. You'd be wa- yep. you'd be staying at home at school from school, sick or whatever, and you'd be watching The Price Is Right, and you'd get about forty five commercials for Mrs. Cleo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember her. Yeah, big. big. <laughs> That's, yeah. So it's like um, I, I would say that th- this is what kind of led them to because because their experiences with the the hypnosis. Who the hypnotist? Who I believe I don't think the hypnotist was ever named. Well, but Dr. they were. They assume you'd know, so they didn't name it. They assume yeah, that you'd know those to. doctors. It's two thousand five. They didn't have to name it. It's Dan. the fucking year of sprinkles, Dan. <laughs> I talked said, about I, this. <laughs> Well, yeah, Jesus. okay. If it is Doctor, if it is the notorious, if, come on, because yeah. you know better. The only way it wasn't is if they called the hotline, right? Maybe they got one of his associates. That's what, fair. If it wasn't her, but he might review. Hey, you know he's he reviewed the call for quality assurance. <laughs> Absolutely, at he least did. at the very least, they got yeah, That's they the got their hip, promise, their hypnosis degree mm. from Sprinkles University. Well, uh, if it wasn't Susan Clancy, she ended up. If it wasn't she didn't do the hypnosis, she did partake in not just just this is. This one case, she did a whole bunch and she wrote the, wrote a book, right. Right? right? Abducted how people come to believe they were kidnapped by aliens. And in the right. end, her like the summary of the book is she claims that, you know, the people who are claimed to be abducted are usually sane, intelligent people who unwittingly created these false memories from like a toxic or traumatic memory. Really? That's what she's yeah. that's what she says. Mm-hmm. So that's what her hey, conclusion. Listen. That's her opinion, though. That's hey, her, listen, that's her, let's her, kick it her back. Opinion. Let's kick it back to that playground. Little Clayton's having a great time. He's pushing his pet rock on the fucking on the swing set. He's having a great time. This shitty van just kind of like starts strolling up, looking <laughs> super shitty. The door opens up, and it's like, "Hey, yeah. little man, you want some of this candy? Come over here. I'll, I'm going to give you some of this candy." Traumatic as fuck. He yeah. got abducted. He doesn't want to think about that. He doesn't want to think about that candy. Nobody does. Dude, and think about how easy it would have been yeah, to lure a kid in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was no... I don't think they had warnings. We barely were warned when we were kids. Are you kidding me? Dude, my mom was on fucking Oprah. She was watching yeah, Ricky Lake. Oh, no. I thought like, for sure... I would, I would listen, be 70s. Hey, 70s hey, would be right in the middle of... Listen, Satanic. here's a story. <laughs> Again, completely like off stranger topic. Stranger danger. But, <laughs> dude... I've got abducted one time. Literally, this guy <laughs> snatched. No, I'm serious. We're at the fucking mall and I'm at Toys and Wheels and I fuck like where my mom's walking past Toys and Wheels at the mall. I just take a hard right. I take a Randy and I was like, because she was not taking me. I'm going on my own. She keeps going, talking to her friend. Nobody pays attention. I go to Toys and Wheels. I'm sitting there. I'm looking at the Ninja Turtles. I'm looking at the G.I. Joes. Someone grabs me scoops me up in the arm and starts going and I'm kind of like looking up and I'm like, that's not my mom. Like, I don't know who the fuck this person is. So I freak the fuck out, get out of his arm and run away and find my mom. I didn't even tell my mom till I was an adult because all she talked about was like, you got to be careful. Stranger danger. People are out here abducting people. I thought it was normal. Well, hey, I was like, I was hey, like, hey, yeah. I almost got it. It almost happened to it me. Almost happened it's to me. pretty normal. Like, and honestly, talking to be realistic, it? it was probably in your best bet to leave that information away from Sally at the time because a scene was about to be made. People were about to get hit in that mall who may or may not have tried to abduct you. (laughs) She would have got the doors locked and nobody was leaving. Oh yeah. Yeah, She would have been grabbing people by the collar shaking them. Is this the guy? (laughs) Random people would have fucking like slip on sandal marks on their forehead because she was taking everybody out. But yeah, anyways, tangent night. Sorry. No, it's fucking... that, That fits in with with um... Uh, Susan Clancy's theory. Now she published this book, and I, th- I believe Donna and 
Donna and Clayton, like their case was included in this book, or at least uh, she she talked about it in an interview with NPR, like doing the work for for the book. And she said that they kind of just threw out a uh, like a request for people with experiences, a UFO, uh, alien abduction experiences. And they kind of took the ones that they kind of, you know, they, they sifted through. They got a bunch of them and then they kind of sifted through them and, and these ones came out. So she, this is one of the couples that she worked with specifically was them. Um, they, Donna and, and Clayton, like they didn't really, uh, they were hesitant to come forward. Uh, that's their claim is like in the, in the initial days of them kind of discovering or you know recovering <laughs> these memories, they were hesitant to come forward, uh, saying that they didn't want to they didn't want to come out and, and say that this stuff was what happening to them uh, unless they kind of had a you know kind of what was going on. So th- when they did the regressive hypnosis with the hypnotist, who I believe is a had worked with, um, they at least that was one they, of the things. I just want to add to like when they were interviewed and when they were hypnotized and stuff, they did it separately. Right, so they worked yeah, together, right. and they came, how did they, and they how came did with this similar come to stuff. Be, is my curiosity. Like, were they fucking into a bottle of wine playing "Never Have I Ever"? <laughs> <laughs> Never have I ever got abducted by aliens, and they're like, "Oh shit!" Like, how did they find this out? Like, <laughs> I, I like to imagine they're sitting at the breakfast table and he, they're eating breakfast, like kind of like looking around and be like, "You remember what happened last night? What did we do?" And they're like, "Huh? Funny you should ask." I don't hmm. remember. I don't, I can't recall myself. And then they just start getting into it and, you know, memories start flooding back in. They saw the one of Dr. Table. Sprinkle's commercials and they're like, oh, yeah, shit, oh, this shit. guy can help I mean, us that's, out. I, from the abduction cases we talked from like Betty and Barney Hill and onwards, like we've talked about abduction cases. That kind of is how it starts. Like, you know, it's, I think even like Whitley Strieber. Never have like, I ever? No, not never have I ever. Like okay, sitting, at, sitting at the breakfast table in the morning and something kind of just clicks. Like you see something, whether it's like, you know, it's the cold steel of your of your fork or something reminds you of that, the steel table that they put you on. <laughs> yeah, or like, the weird runny oh, eggs, oh, the weird runny eggs or something or whatever. It's just like reminds dead, you. Of, is it dead zone with Christopher Walken? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you see some you see some bubbles in your coffee, you know, that form the head of like a gray, and you're like yeah. freak, you know, it's it's just something that you know sets off a you see the pickle a jar? chain reaction. <laughs> yeah, the pickle jar. <laughs> God damn it! For some reason, you I, were pregnant. I think, that, <laughs> I think <laughs> these pickles belong in a museum. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think it was it was probably something like that. They they got a hold of this this hypnotist who. I guess they they looked up and who had experience working with abductee cases before, uh, and so yeah, this is kind of that that drew them into this, and then um, worked into the you know them getting picked up by local media outlets, and then onto the nationally uh, below the O'Reilly Factor uh, for their for their five minutes, and then kind of just you never hear yeah, about it, it again. Like it was kind of uh, well, the I don't know. It's just, yeah. The interesting thing, some of the interesting tidbits of their like regression is that they had very similar description of the of the beings. Uh, very like their stories really lined up, not together. It's almost and, like know, they the, live together and are well, married exactly. and That's spend a lot of time to each other, with each other so they could come up with the story together. But see that Nonsense. see that that interest that, <laughs> that interested that, me nope. in that's, that's insane. Why would you think why would you think that? That's crazy. You think married couples talk to each other? There's not a chance. What? <laughs> you should get a psychiatrist. It's interesting because I thought one of the interesting things is I'm like, okay, well, even let's say, 
like let's look at all the kind of spectrums of this. Like, you know, maybe they are experiencers. Maybe they are having unique alien abduction experiences and there's this thing where they've been pushed together. We've talked about that. The other intriguing thing is I was like, some of these lies that are being told, like especially if like a fetus was taken from you and you were pregnant and they took your baby, that's a big fucking lie. There would be medical records. Well, well, there would be medical records of that. Yeah, that's a that's of, of what being I'm pregnant. Saying is, yes. What, what? What? Why? What if you're pregnant? What if you were tested? What if you tested yourself, pregnant? You hadn't gone to the doctor yet, and then it's gone. Yeah, why? You let's talk about how far along. That's like, true. You can, right? Like, let's be honest. If she pissed on a stick and was pregnant, and then a day later she got abducted by aliens and wasn't, I don't think she'd be well, making as much I, of a scene. Well, about yeah, that, that's one of the things that bothered about me. That it bothered, uh, you know, just the lack of details in this whole account. It's like they they say. They say that she had a fetus taken or she claims she had a fetus taken, but there's there's nothing. Like there's no like we went to a doctor, we talked to a doctor. It's not it's not anywhere in here. Um, you know, I try to find books about this case. Like sometimes you can find some pretty good books about alien abduction cases that go a little bit more in depth. But these 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 2005 articles about uh, their experiences are very bare bones, like nothing. They just like we well, got abducted just- by aliens. And they discuss like having drawings and stuff. And it's like, you can't find the fucking drawings anywhere. Can't find those. Um, but what I was going to say is, I was the interesting, like that's- Release a, the that's, sketchbooks. That's a big lie Release the sketchbooks. For one of them to say. And now two of them to wholeheartedly believe and tell this lie. I'm like, okay, well, okay. So if they're not telling the truth, they're lying. This has to be a very unique case in the realm of psychology where you have these two people whose traumas are now, they've blended- their make-believe story and they both wholeheartedly believe it either way that's a very like that'd be a very interesting case because you're like both of these people are not backing down from this if this is like they they wholeheartedly believe experience and that and it's part of the when i when you watch your interview that's what i like they're like well we don't we were there like we don't have proof shit to no one yeah, we were there i mean us. i get that they don't have to prove it but at the same time like let's add some validity to the mix and be like pull the fucking lie detector out let's do it then like we don't have to prove it to you, but if you want honestly, me to, I will. Honestly, though, with with what I know about lie detectors, I don't know if I'd ever take a lie detector. Like, especially if they were like, if I've, if, I've, it's I've gonna taken three lie detectors, guilty. it's going to make you look I've done guilty. Three. Yeah, I've taken the, three. If, if if there was an investigation right now, and I knew I didn't do it, I knew wholeheartedly. I I had nothing to do with this. You got the wrong guy. They're like, take a lie detector to prove it. I would go, no. Absolutely not. I've done three of them, and I, str- I honest to God, think the point of using them Stress. is just to break you. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. They yeah. want to use it thing. and break you by looking at you in the face and being like, you're fucking full of shit. You're lying. Because no matter who you are, every time I've taken the lie detector, I've been sweating bullets and shitting my pants for the entire time, and I've still passed them. Like, my blood yeah. pressure's up, my heart rate's up. Doesn't matter oh, what hey. question you ask. It's what's your name? Ah, ah, you believe it. I don't know. Like you know, because I'm stressed out the whole fucking time. You know me. Is, you, is your name Andrew? I don't know. Is yeah. it? Yeah. Like, but that's how you feel, dude. Don't that's you just clench you your butt cheeks? Clench your butt cheeks every answer. Uh, no. You, there's one thing I was reading. You put a tack in your shoe and you poke. Yeah. You poke. Just have like a small foot. stone or something. Yeah, something yeah, to kind of like focus. I just lied about everything right from the start. Yeah. Throw off the baseline. Yeah. Then the guy has no idea what's going on. That's the that's the tip. Like if you're stressed the entire time, the baseline's fucked anyway. They ask you like, your height. They ask you your weight. Lie, lie, boom off the bat. What, I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> what's your penis size? Lie. Which, just what's lie, your height? Lie, five lie. nine. I'm five nine. <laughs> I swear. 
Yeah. I mean, you, if you say it long enough, it becomes true. I mean, I, I thought it was true for the longest time. It's not. So, uh, like, like Braden was saying, you know, on the, on the other side of the fence, though, but uh, having a case of, of couples, married couples, uh, kind of reinforcing each other's uh, narratives in this kind, in this case, like alien abductions, but something else that that actually isn't that unusual. And and if you look into, really? you know, yeah, like having couples actually have like like that. That's one of the things I think we mentioned. We might have talked about that at least one of the psychologists or uh, that did the Barney the Betty and Barney Hill case was talking about how Betty, he, he felt that, or he had the, in his, in his opinion, it was that Betty was the one generating the, the experiences. I, and listen, that Barney I, was just, was just drawn into it. And I then buy he that was having these same things. A thousand percent, because there's 95% of the shit that Jessica's like, Hey, you remember when this happened? You remember that? Remember when you said this? And I'm like, fuck, I, I guess I don't fucking know. Like, really? Did I? You know, and then you don't want to be like, I guess I was probably ignoring her and I don't want her to know this. So, yes, I absolutely remember. <laughs> of course, I remember. Of course. I swear. I was there. I was there. I love you. Yeah. I'm Do sorry. You remember? Were you there? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, I swear. I, but it could, it could very well be something like that where it's like uh, uh, one of them, uh, not sure which one maybe have uh, had instigated it, but uh, I, I'm not discounting one, that this could actually Dan, you be know an which actual one. alien. You know which one, <laughs> all right? Uh, had been saying something, and it it sounds, you know, in you know, it, it sounds crazy. And then the other one's like, I don't want them to feel crazy, so I will kind of, I, I kind of feel like, it, yeah, yeah. Or you kind of start out being like, yeah, maybe that is something, and then <laughs> it's you're they, making it you very just, nice. You construct, you construct. The guy this lives reality. with her. The guy lives with her. He got an ultimatum. He had to say yes. Absolutely. Uh, Remember Clayton when you were. Abducted in 1973 before I met you. You remember that? Yeah, babe. Of course, of course. I was a pep. I was at the playground. Just, just screwed me up from the playground. I remember exactly. But in the end, like, <laughs> love the, you. They, these two didn't profit. Like that was one of the questions no. too. Like, are, you're not profiting on this that O'Reilly asked. Like, you're not profiting. Why would you put yourself in the spotlight and make like? He's, he even said like people are going to make fun of you. <laughs> Yeah. Like, why right. would you do that to yourself? And they go like, well, we just, we want to get our word out and we want to find, like, help other like people who had similar experiences. Bill O'Reilly looked across the table from her as like four guys with receding hairlines in their 30s are going to make fun of you on a podcast. Do you understand yeah, the gravity I'm, of this? I'm not making fun of you. Do you get it? Do you get it? There's no... Well, that's one of the things. That's that, that's a huge portion. That like, like you said, Zal, is like, they're not doing the circuit. You don't see them at conventions. You cannot find a fucking interview with them anywhere. And I'm they sure they're they didn't still publish alive any, somewhere. They have any books. They don't no have books. They have any books of their accounts. Nothing. Nothing. Like it's, they didn't they make hit the peak. any money off this. They hit the peak. We talked about it. They were on the O'Reilly Factor. Where the fuck else are they going to go from there, boys? But Books. I'm gonna say like that. Book deals, radio shows, coast to coast. Like you could have gone, you could have did the whole fucking O'Reilly Factor. You could have done I the whole like booth Betty and Barney Hill's granddaughter, daughter's still doing stuff. Like it's yeah. Yeah, it's, she's she's in the UFC smashing people. Oh, that's right. right. That's right. She I is. forgot yeah, about yeah. that. Right. Yeah, she's a fucking killer. What's her name? It's what's her name, Andrew? Oh Hill. Let me look it up. She's a fucking killer though. It's it's that that to me does speak volumes to me because I'm like, well, okay, well then maybe it is just because like when you some of their accounts they say like, hey, listen, like we just wanted to spread the word because we thought we were going fucking crazy until we started connecting with other people that were experiencing this, mm -hmm. and we so we just don't want other people that may be experiencing it because it happens to normal people like us. Angela we want Hill, people I to think. know that they can mm. they can. There's 
organizations and there's other people that have had this and you can reach out and we're more than willing to discuss and and help you through the process. Yeah, that's why I totally don't discount their story. Yeah. I mean, it's easy. Yeah. To, it's Angela. really easy to say like, yeah, they cooked it up in the bedroom. Like, all right, you're going to do this because for whatever reason, we're going to go and we're going to get our two minutes of fame. That would be the best fantasy football fucking <laughs> loser thing. <laughs> All right, you got to hey, say good idea because we actually still are looking for. We are looking Braden for Braden's complete loser award. That's true. <laughs> I gotta complete go to the fucking dud award. <laughs> yeah, you got to go concoct some ridiculous story. Yeah. Uh, hey, Castnet will pick it up. Hey, yeah. you were taken by Bigfoot I, up to the mountains, and he had yeah. his way with you for four days. Yeah. Oh, he did, and yeah. he liked it. Yeah. <laughs> and I, st- I, and I still tell you, I still got some of that DNA I'm holding, <laughs> and I, and, and I still walking with a limp. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, my um, neck hurts. My back yeah, I, hurts. I, I'm not. And again, I I said like I, like I said, I don't discount that this is the abduction phenomenon is real. That that this is really happening to people. Um, this one was just like their case was very wasn't well very, documented. Wasn't well. Yeah, what definitely wasn't well documented. Uh, it was. It didn't get a lot of coverage, and it didn't really get a, a really thorough looking over about what was kind of going on. Cause usually you can find like, which I found strange, which I kind of found that a little bit unusual is that like this, this case is, is listed on at least, you know, a couple of, you know, top five, you know, whatever top, the top, top five list, websites, yeah. garbage websites that kind of be like top yeah. five alien abductions. And this, they, hey, some hey, Dan, websites hey, put this hey, up here. <laughs> thanks asshole for shitting on mine and Zell's research. All right. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> No one wanted. <laughs> I, I just, I, I just, I just thought this was weird. Dan's but, too but busy sitting on the beach in Thailand to come up with the case file. So me and Brain had to quickly fucking sit down. Like, oh, what are we gonna yeah, do? Yeah. What are we gonna do? Oh, you guys, hey, you guys, this is what you follow. I came up. I, I picked Pickle Baby, and you guys fucking brought this shit. Come on, come on. Um, but this, but, but this does bring up a, a good a lot of good discussion about the alien abduction, just the phenomenon. Like we said, the actual just phenomenon of it happening to people, like what's, what's, what's actually going on, I guess you could say, or, you know, what, what is, like I've been laughing and joking and making cracking jokes, but the fact that they didn't monetize this fucking story at all, that is huge for me. Like yeah. I, that, yeah. that impresses I the fuck out of me. But, but I don't, I don't feel like, okay. So I don't feel like that is really the thing to do anymore. Right. Uh, I, I was, it's I came across, five. well, I came, no, I came, I came across a, an article. Uh, talking I about to Travis that, Walden. I shook his hand at a convention two years ago, three years ago. If, limply, limply, if you can call that, hand, if you can call hand. it a handshake. Yeah, get real here. I held, he kind of just I laid his hand. Kind of just laid his hand on top of I shook his hand in my hand. Oh, did he did he strong arm you? It's my throng arm. I call it a hand curtsy where you like kind of like touch yeah. someone and you're like mm. Oh, okay. it's so uncomfortable. Like, it's like, like slimy, man. That's I'm not into that. Yeah, just like, like his I, fingers were loose. Hang, and they yeah, were loose tight. fingers and like you grab it and it's just like I, I, did he I just like break your hand? all those fingers. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh. Ooh. What the hell's going on? Yeah, that's not cool. So I, I I read like an article from like 2012 talking about how it seemed even then that the alien fe- abduction phenomenon had kind of been falling off or seemed to be in the last like couple of years had been thing. And we were talking about before the show is like alien abductions. Like when I was a kid, like, like early nineties, like early nineties and stuff, I legitimately thought that alien abduction was going to be something serious that you would have to like, this is something that you would deal with in your adult life. Yeah, 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 quicksand. 
<laughs> yeah, that in quicksand and the Bermuda Triangle. You're like, why aren't people more worried about this? Why, you know, I everyone watched the, should be concerned. Listen, I watched buddy, the '90s uh, '90s cartoons had you seriously concerned about quicksand, like yeah. legitimately right. concerned about quicksand. I'm but still was concerned be, about quicksand, <laughs> though I've never fallen in uh, yet. You know, when we like I said, when we walked the the McPherson tapes, when we talked we talked about those ones about yeah. the uh, the. The assault, like the the assault of the the extraterrestrial video, the the tapes of mm, them being yep. uh, what was it? Lake County abduction, Lake County, Lake County yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I thought I thought that was real when I was a kid. I was like, this this shit's is really happening. Why why are we not doing anything about this? Why are not people doing? And um, you know, so I, but now I'm a little bit more skeptical. But it's still like, according to a 2012 National Geographic poll, you have at least 77 percent of Americans uh, believe that aliens have visited Earth. You know, have at least visited, right? So it's like the majority of people believe in aliens. Like, dude, there's more people that believe point. in extraterrestrial visitation than believe in like a religion, right? I, I, like one of is. the one of the stats. Yeah, one of the stats was like seventy seven percent of people believe, uh, like the aliens. That's more people than uh, you know, relatively than believe that Jesus was the son of God. Yeah, like that's that's, that's, that's if you take every like the belief in like every <laughs> major religion, like say of a full population of a country. So like say like half the people are or 60% are Christian, 77% believe in aliens. This is a yeah. this is an American study though, right? This one is American. Right. This is a, yeah. this yeah. is American. Okay. That makes sense. Because there are certain countries where you'd be like this, like we're we're and I think, I think we've like touched on it, but it does it does seem sometimes, at least like, you know, within North America, like United States, a lot of the alien abduction phenomenon is a lot of it's kind of just United States. It's very uh, U.S. centric, like all of the kind of stuff that's like we seem more preoccupied about the alien abduction phenomenon than other countries um, and other cultures. It just seems like it's kind of just a central thing that has become part of our like our core belief system. That it's like, yeah, like aliens are here. Um, it's very American. You know, thirty percent. You guys are the only ones that are concerned about this. Well, yeah. I'm not saying we're the only ones. I'm just mm-hmm. saying like relatively. Okay. But it's, we had fucking you know, Charlie Red Star terrorizing the likely. fucking. The prairies, bud. <laughs> Buddy, we never forget about that, pal. Gavin still didn't get to play in the fucking playoffs, bud. We know about that. You're right? down here talking about, oh, yeah, we're fucking worried. We yeah, were worried bet, up bud. here. What about but, Peru? Peru, or was it Peru or Chile? Chile's. Chili's? The most, huh? Chili's? Chili's. Chili's yeah. restaurant is the most common place <laughs> run to encounter a UFO. We've said that. We saw it. That's a fact. I don't, I don't think we said that. <laughs> yes, we did. We, I said about a pickle baby. Yeah, pickle baby. You know, remember pickle baby? Chile, Chile is, in fact, the most common place to Chil- the highest it, it's UFO abduction cases and UFO sightings. It is. Hey, so if, if you go with that, then, so if you take the whole world as, like, say, just like, the whole world, more people believe in aliens than any other religion. If you take every country, every. You know what? But at the same time, because Jesus is an alien. That so at the same time, I've had this conversation with uh, the Mormons and the Jehovah Witnesses at my door. <laughs> <laughs> Can you record that next time, please? Yeah. Can you fucking record that no for joke. us next time? No, no joke. They come to the door and they go, "Can I interest you in the like the word of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ?" And I go, "Copy of the Watchtower." And I go, "Okay." So I, I entertain it for a bit, and I go. So what you're telling me? That's why I I was like, "What you're telling me is Jesus is not from this earth." And they go, "That's right. You know, he's a heavenly being, light being, blah blah blah." I was like, "So I was like, 
So he's an extraterrestrial. He's an alien. They go, well, not exactly. <laughs> and I go, well, what's the difference? And they're like, well, aliens aren't real. And I went, how do you know God's real? Hey, bud. And they go, what's in our book? <laughs> and I went, it's on the internet. <laughs> and they oh, I, got go, a, I got a book right behind me telling me about wizards, buddy. <laughs> and then the, the like, conversation ends with them going like, oh, thank you very much for listening to us. Here's our card. And I go, yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for stopping by. See, I'd like that. Welcome back anytime. We could talk about Jesus the alien. <laughs> Normally when they answer my door, it's like, alhamdulillah. And they're like, ah, we're the fuck out of here, bro. There's turn okay. run. Yeah, they're like, anyways, it's all good, man. Yeah, just yeah, lost cause here. Yeah. <laughs> but I would say like a lot of the, the American stuff. I mean, it stems from... It could probably be. I mean, what was the biggest show on TV like during the '90s up to early 2000s? X Files like, was one of the biggest X Files for sure. Because yeah, you guys are fucking nerds. I was watching the X Files. So maybe the greatest theme song ever written. Yeah, right. right. And uh, I listen. There was a different show that David Duchovny was in, and I wasn't missing it on Friday nights. Mm, Red Shoe Diaries, baby, all the way. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> but the uh, it, back to my point about being. Uh, alien abduction cases seem to have fallen off. It, it, it does seem like that. Like you know, a late you know, maybe early 2000s, like after the, the you know, ratings were falling off for the X-Files, you know, they lost David Duchovny and they replaced him with uh, T-1000. And <laughs> with who? <laughs> Even though he's oh, great. Yeah, but I, I forgot about that. Him. Yeah. Um, you know, it, th there seems to be this, at least in the article I was reading, they, they kind of made the point that there's this precipitous fall off of alien abduction reporting in the news at least, or, you know, in, I guess say mainstream media, uh, about, you know, post 9-11, like, all of that stuff kind of fell off. You didn't really have a lot of UFO reports. You had what? Uh, what was it? The one there was like a basically like the British counterpart to MUFON, uh, which had like fifteen hundred members at one point. It got shut down because of lack of sightings, lack of UFO sightings. Um, it seems strange, but uh, and you ha you had this thing like you just didn't see them in the news anymore. The alien abductions things. You see the Whitley Strieber thing, and like every single at least like once or every other week, you'd have an you know back in the nineties, you'd have a picture of Whitley Strieber's fucking alien staring at from the back of his fucking communion book. Got a creepy fuck. Um, staring at you from the fucking news, you know? It's like somebody being abducted by aliens in, you know, South Central Florida or whatever. Uh, and now it's like, you don't see it anymore. You don't, you don't see it on really a lot on stuff, except maybe in like the, what, New York Post and the, the Sun. Well, <laughs> like, it's, it's, it, and that's weird to me too, because it's a weird thing because it's like so ridiculed where it's like, it's almost like, like if you, if you were to come forward, you're almost instantly ridiculed with this kind of stuff. Um, and I think like news stations don't want to run it because they're, they instantly don't believe you. But I'm like, it seems like it, it, we're in a weird time where they'll run shit that do, is not a hundred percent not true, based on like a line that they got. They just want to get the story first, but that they won't run someone's UFO report at one in the morning on a twenty-four hour news yeah. cycle. It's, it, it's I, a weird. I, I, but I would also I would also say that the probably because because we have all this, so we have like you know we have the CNN and I wouldn't even call them you know they are media, but they're not like news media. I wouldn't say that they're not like legitimate news outlets, but like, you know, Reuters, AP, all this stuff. Like you don't have a lot of this stuff kind of popping up now. And I would almost say that due to the advent of social media becoming more things, one, one of the um, of the opinions of some people is that perhaps what actually happened is like these alien abduction cases are still happening. It's now censored. that people are able to, to connect with other um, 
other abductee experiences or UFO experiences. It's a yeah. lot easier to do that now. Like we said, like on the, the O'Reilly factor, they were reaching out to find, oh. you know, saying that these things, but now you can just go on to, you can literally just go on to Facebook and then you can type in a you know, something groups. that happened to you. I had, I had a weird memory loss or, you know, I had a weird kind of sensation. I, I couldn't move my arms for a bit and I felt something like hovering over me and then boom, aliens, like boom, it's like, it's, Right there. But, you know what? Though? But what if, like, uh, these are still significant events? You can talk about it with other people, but you're still going to want to bring it to the news. You're still going to want your, you know, let's say your government officials, but like whatever, you, to but, know about but it. But like, but Brain's maybe it's point being, said, maybe it's being censored. But maybe to Brain's point, <laughs> they know that they're going to be ridiculed, and it, and I would say that it's know? easier to go into these. Yeah, and no, I would it, say it's still it's a taboo been, subject. There's never been a more accepting time than now. I would there's, say, if anything, things not, are way not, more accepted in 2005. Now, like, it's way easier to be accepted yeah, for your weird shit now. The other thing is that just kind of sparked my interest is that I wonder how many amazing stories there are, like, circulating in these, like, in these support networks online of people, like, have that do not want the publicity, do not want to monetize. They just want answers for the experience that they're having, and they're getting those. And we're... the us, the alien theorists, are missing out on these golden nougats of the nougat. alien abductions. <laughs> the nougat. What a chewy nougat. Well, and what I'm what I'm worried about is that you know that these places, uh, these these spaces that the uh, the abductees are kind of gravitating to, I, I'm worried that some of these places are becoming echo chambers. Like I'm worried about some people are going in with these, and maybe they've had an episode of sleep paralysis. Maybe they've had Call like the dream, ep- please. You know, an epileptic fit or something that they had undiagnosed, something like that. And they go into these places and these people reinforce. Why is epileptic the, the, fit having anything idea. to do with alien abduction? Well, having like a hallucination or something like they have a, yeah, like an epileptic. Like epi- <laughs> you yeah. might be post-dictal for a bit and confused and not know where you are, but you're not being like, I yeah, saw but, aliens. Yeah, but that's, that's a, that's a symptom of alien abduction, like being confused and being like, I, what happened? Like, I don't, you know, it's it being confused, the missing time. Well, being post like but I've never heard anybody like that. Yeah, but down your point of social media causing echo chambers, hundred percent, because that does it with every topic. Right. Yeah. That's but that's what I'm saying. I'm worried about. But that. at the same, I'm just uh, worried about that. And yeah, that's fine. But I just want to go back because we talked about after nine eleven. They said X Files. It doesn't it didn't feel right anymore. Also, we've talked about it before and back. I think when Stephen Greer was more legit and he had more of. Like he was on a mission to disclose a bunch of stuff. He did good stuff. I would, yeah, I would right. Admit that he in, on his, in May, his when he originally came out. There's some good work yeah, being done. in May of 2001. He put that like he had those 20 high-ranking officials, government workers, claim that they had witnessed evidence of aliens or UFOs, and they were willing to testify in front of Congress. Te- televised, documented, and another 400 people on like the side also willing to give their testimonial that was all going through September 11th happened. It was gone. Like all that work of all those people who came forth, it was overshadowed by like now the war on terror, which was lasted like 20 years. And it just, now all those people who came forward, just kind of like, well, I said it. And then they just disappeared into obscurity. I mean, maybe that's what this is. Maybe like maybe people are still coming to the news and stuff with these cases, and the not censorship either. But the journalists, like the journalists, have been like, "Man, listen, nobody takes this shit seriously. We don't want it anymore." Yeah, we need it. It doesn't sell. It doesn't sell enough fear. We need something else. Yeah, we don't want it. We want you know, we want fucking bullshit. We want stuff uh, that's going to cause outrage. Want the clicks, you know? 
Yeah. yeah like, and maybe just it's not bringing the heat like it used to. We got a couple more maybe, we're going to go through. Yeah. Of those but maybe not all the abductions are about fear. That's what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> all the abductions are about quick beer break before we get into those ones? Yeah, we got a couple more uh, abductions we're going to go through. Grab a beer. We'll be right back. Uh, so like Brayton's theory was talking about, uh, you know, in some of these abduction cases, and, and we kind of started off the, the beginning of the show talking about how perhaps what, what's interesting is you don't get a lot of couples or at least the ones like the really big cases you get like Betty and Barney Hill and we've got this one case that's kind of like buried in there as well but you don't get a lot of you know on just a quick search of like abduction cases you don't get married couples both getting abducted or something like this right but you have at least you have some people talking about like Braden said uh you know perhaps they are the aliens are running some type of inter interstellar dating game or whatever. They're playing fucking uh, The Sims. Glory hole. <laughs> They're playing like The Sims. Sim Earth. Uh, and, you know, bringing people together like this. Because at least you have, um, you know, according to a Huffington Post article from January 26 in 2012, you have Fran Drescher, the nanny, um, uh, talking about in her younger years, uh, she said that she was abducted by aliens or she's an, See, now uh, this, an experiencer. This makes... This makes perfect fucking sense to me because that woman sounds exactly like what an alien thinks a person sounds like. Like a real <laughs> human does not laugh like that. <laughs> like that's Are not you a saying they laugh. gave her that voice? Like they, Absolutely. They She's, an alien impos- She's an alien imposter. She's a fembot for sure. No she way. talks like how the aliens think we talk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's like that's an alien doing a human impersonation. Thousand percent. Mm. <laughs> Uh, but her, um, uh, so she was talking about how she was abducted by aliens and that, um, she met her, her now ex-husband, uh, Peter Mark Jacobson in high school. Uh, I think they met when they were like 15, uh, is what I read. And, that, and so, um, always works out. she's, always. she talked about how in, you know, after, you know, a <laughs> few years after they had met, you know, they started dating, uh, she, Kind of, she talked about her experience uh, being abducted when she was younger, and apparently, you know, Peter had the same kind of experiences, and they realized this. And um, you know, f- you know, Tresher came to the conclusion that she's like, I, I think that somehow we were programmed to meet. Uh, she, um, she claims that they both have a, a, a scar, and they have a, it's the exact same looking scar in the exact same spot. And she believes that perhaps like aliens implanted some type of chip in her hand. She doesn't say some belief. She doesn't say I. She's like aliens implanted a chip in my hand. Yeah, she's so, got the X-ray evidence to prove it. Uh, so, uh, yeah, right? it's uh, this little this little interview is, they is have great. The X-ray but evidence? I was like, I, mm, no, uh, no <laughs> <they don't. laughs> come on. So. I mean, it was in the Huffington Post. This is real. This is real. yeah. Come on, Huffington Post. Um, so I, I don't know. They, they made these claims about Fran Drescher, uh, you know, being you know set up with her 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 now ex husband. I guess you know. I guess the aliens can't get it right one hundred percent of the time. So you know. <laughs> well, once they figured out that it was aliens that set them up, they got divorced. They're like, "This isn't real. This was not meant to be." Yeah, we can't do. Once it. they Fair came enough. to terms with what it yeah. is, yeah, they weren't going to be manipulated by they wanted their, their, alien their own free will. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Good for them. <laughs> um, Fight the powers. <laughs> but, you know, uh, like we said, the abductions, 
uh, a lot of a lot of abductions are are, are fear inducing events. They are absolutely stone cold terrifying about what what happens during these events, and a lot of the uh, a lot of the experiencers have uh, what most people agree is is PTSD from these experiences. Um, but but not all of them. Not all of them are the um, you know fire in the sky, put you on the table and do it like this. You know some some claim that they actually had these these generally well-being yeah. or well-meaning extraterrestrials come so, yeah. to meet them. We call them. it fire when the, you pee. <laughs> yeah, these aren't the fucking terrestrials that use this triangle probes, right? No. Sort of bit. Which, there's something to be said about when, or something to be examined probably later in another time. When, when the shift came to, it used to be, like even a Betty Barney Hill case, the aliens were giving them information, telling them about, you know, it, it's a generally- systems a, a, and shit. Right, and they're generally giving them like feelings of goodwill towards humans. Like you know, we we want you, we have faith in you, we want to uplift you. Uh, you know, everything's about loving one another. All of this, and then there's a shift somewhere. I have to take a closer look at it, but it's like there's a shift somewhere where it became more violent, more. Well, um, what if it's just more things like different that, breed of alien? Like it's a different type of alien that's doing this, right? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, when did it happen? That's well, what check uh, when the shitty aliens took or over. Or maybe, <laughs> maybe like, maybe like early the ones on with the fucking butt fetishes. <laughs> maybe early on there wasn't the like probes. a like a non communicative thing, like a where, where some sort of directive to not interfere. So these things were like, hey, we're interacting, we're having some fun, and then they're like, hey, listen, stop that! Don't talk to them, right? Pick them up. Do, do your business, drop them off, like keep Listen, it cold, you, calculated. We you don't, spread those cheeks and you yeah. just fucking do it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> in and out. Bingo, bingo, no bongo. Yeah. In there. Let's Get see your pro. Let's see your probe set up. Nope. Those nope. aren't pointy enough. We told you no yeah. more triangles. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be a cylinder. Tapered. Ideally. They don't like it. Triangle. Most don't. <laughs> Most don't. And some like, ask for it, the perhaps, triangle. Yeah. Perhaps this is some type of, uh, inter- it, it is probably maybe it perhaps is taboo to some alien uh, to some alien cultures like for example uh, London actress Abby Bella's relationship with a uh, <laughs> with a, a being from the Andromeda galaxy. So uh, June twenty second of twenty twenty one, there was an article printed in the New York Post about. Um, uh, Instagram. St- I, I don't. I, is she a real actress? I'm not sure. I don't, I don't think know. so. She only has 2,000 followers. Oh. So Plan. I don't know how much of an. Like, they're like, oh, Instagram influencer. I was like, who the fuck is she? Like, she's influ- not a big influence. With that I current reach, if she's going to reach like 200 people of those 2,000, if you're lucky. And right. I will be, if you're just curious about this situation and you want to go on Google and you want to look her up, make sure it's Bella with one L and not two. Oh. Or make sure it's got two L's. And you might find some interesting shit on the internet. Because <laughs> <laughs> I found some interesting <laughs> shit on the internet. Way like, more interesting than this. I got, I got caught up and I was like, oh, my fucking private search is not on right now. <laughs> get incognito. Incognito. Yeah, dude. <laughs> For real. Yeah. Zero uh, exaggeration. So uh, apparently, uh, Bella began her uh, her interactions with this ET intelligence uh, when she, I guess, she said she jo- she reportedly joked online one day that she wanted an alien abductor because an alien to abduct her because she was bored of the pandemic, I guess, you know, in that and, time where we're Tinder. all kind of stuck inside. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so she reports that, you know, quote, on May 31st, a voice in my dream said, wait in the usual spot. Didn't tell her where, didn't tell her where that was. And she wasn't really 
you know, it, there wasn't like a usual spot. She said that she had like that normally was, but she said, although I had never heard the voice before, I knew what he meant. So I don't yeah, Arby's. know. Arby's. <laughs> uh, they got the meats. Yeah. 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 Um, which apparently the usual place meant her her bedroom window. Um, <laughs> I guess. So she he didn't really have to say go to the usual place because she's fucking there all the time. It's not like there was he could have just waited. Uh, and so uh, her visitation occurred apparently around twelve fifteen a.m. Uh, where a a large flying saucer you know, lowered outside of her window, I guess, waking her up because she had fallen asleep before this. Uh, she was asleep and then this had oh. woken her out when she was, when she had a bright green beam transport her inside what? the UFO. Oh, shit. Now, Bella said that she encountered five aliens uh, that were, she describes as very tall and slender, human-esque. And oh um, Was there but, a coach involved? <laughs> shitting on the coach? What? And uh, but this and in a scene reminiscent of the the the, the film Contact, uh, Jodie Foster, uh, you have the uh, she says she couldn't see them and that they were kind of uh, like they were kind of blurred out and then but, but and to her they communicated apparently telepathically telling her that she wasn't ready to see them in their true. You are form. not worthy to see us in our true form. So she could only yeah she could only see them only like the general outline these blurred outline of these creatures but just knew that these were not human. Well that, and uh, she just, and she gave us a like an unreal depiction a drawing of her gentleman suitor. Very detailed. Unbelievable. Zell, do you happen to have that anywhere you could quickly pull it up? You gotta just drop that me on on me in the middle. It doesn't matter. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, let, let, me do, let me describe Here, it. I think I can describe it hold in on, detail. Hold on, I got you. I got you right now. Well, you put, if you got it. Hold on. If you got if it, show you your screen. Yeah, it's right here. Look at it. Show your screen. Just did it. Where is it? Where is it? Right there. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it's pretty close. So if you're listening, hold on. We'll do an interactive game for the podcast listeners. Okay. Uh, get a pen and a paper. Pause the podcast right here. Get a pen and paper. Okay. So if you want to draw her gentleman suitor, uh, lay your piece of paper down. First, I need you to draw a circle. Okay. A perfect circle, as circle as you can get. As circle as you get. Circular. Circular, the more circular, the better. As circular as you can get. Okay. And then uh, where the mouth would be, uh, I need you to draw a horizontal line for the mouth. Horizontal. Yeah, and then for the eyes, where you think the eyes would be, draw two more smaller horizontal eyes for the eyes. Uh, and send us your uh, pictures to <laughs> aliendeers at gmail.com. We want to see your renditions. Best rendition uh, wins <laughs> something. Uh uh, make sure make sure you give it a uh, a slight green hue. Apparently, this is uh, continuing her description, and that these are these are. I guess the eyes were big black eyes uh, with human fears. They uh, include eyebrows. She does report definitely that there were eyebrows. Not in her drawing. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, sh- if you want to, like rub a little ink above their ant, your uh, you want to smudge, yeah, yeah, smudge a little smudge bit. A little we'll bit, accept yeah. that as well. <laughs> but one of these. Uh, extraterrestrials apparently expressed her feelings with her and she really felt a connection, uh, some type of deep emotional connection with this one. And um, Bella 
said that she didn't get his name, but they felt exactly the same towards each other. The the, the feelings were oh, reciprocated. They wanted to bang. See, that's dude. That's a it's a that's a scary thing. That 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 description of this, if I'm to believe this account, that scared me because it's she's like, well, they don't really talk. They converse telepathically. <laughs> Why? Because. Uh, Extremely long distant relationships never work. Is that what yeah, you're yeah, worried yeah. about? Yeah. This is what this, like, years this is away. Gonna, this is a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. how, logistically, how is this going? Uh, there's going to be you know jealousy issues. All tons of stuff going on. Uh, no, what what I was saying is that like if if these things are telepathically speaking to you and can evoke emotions in you telepathically, then there's a really good chance that they're able to manipulate you by projecting feelings to you like so it's like you're like oh we're feeling the same but they're just projecting that feeling to you and manip- being able to manipulate you very easy that way be like yeah. oh right like you're like so, you're like oh yeah we're both feeling the same it's like no he's looking at you with his fucking beady shark eyes making you feel that way he just wants some of that earth freak but I believe they still are maintaining their relationship today but there is some so long distance a, relationships do right, break, but that's not the only obstacle that they have to overcome. According to Bella, the uh, in the the Andromedan culture from he's from the Andromeda galaxy. Apparently, uh, it is taboo for uh, aliens to uh, engage in romantic relationships with humans. I'm not sure if it's all alien yeah, races. Well, hey, how many, there's humans. so many different species. Like you got to be specific here. The Nordics so, are for uh, sure fucking us. Yeah, exactly. then we wouldn't have Zell. <laughs> right. Right? That's proof. Yes, that's one under the We have just proof right there. <laughs> you spilled my secrets to the world. Uh, and so uh, I, I'm not sure if they've actually uh, consummated their relationship physically. I, I, I don't think that's made clear. I think it's more of a emotional thing. Like they, they communicate. I, I, it wasn't clear in the article. And I haven't followed her Instagram closely enough to be like if they were... If they actually, if they're, you should come I on for an interview. Probably, hundred percent. We should see. Oh, 100%. So. We should she see. I, I don't want to have her someone on reach well, out. Maybe we'll see. <laughs> um, uh, the 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 other thing that was interesting was that uh, he runs the risk of being put in jail. So either he's a space jail, he's a con, yeah. or uh, like we said, there's like some sort of non-interference thing where what he's doing is a hundred percent illegal in the Galactic Federations. So he's uh, he's looking at. You know, a couple light years behind bars. <laughs> wow, it's fucking interspecies erotica here. Yeah. Fucking it's bestiality shit, in <laughs> yeah, this Absolutely. That's what they're saying. Like, they're probably not in it. This is the equivalent oh, of a donkey funny. show for yeah. them. Oh, they're that's hilarious. Yeah. He's got his four buddies. Like, should I? <laughs> <laughs> what would you give me? <laughs> you know, they've had a couple want, space beers. I want six you know, and bruise. <laughs> like, <mm-mm. laughs> Oh, man, that's funny. Uh, we are the intergalactic glory hole. This is uh we've this discussed this before, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> or the or the intergalactic truck stop where people just bang in Come the bathroom. Come to Earth where anything goes. Yeah. <laughs> that should be Braden's. Yeah, but that's Braden's punishment, actually. <laughs> <laughs> What's my punishment? Is it doing a glory hole? You get, no, no thank you get you. taken to town. You get taken to town by an, uh, an ET uh visitor. I mean, some of the, what was the what was the one with the the sex gel? I mean, that one. No, listen, I bad. don't want it to be. It's got to be something he doesn't enjoy. That's Antonio Villaboas. Villaboas. Yeah. 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 He's gonna yeah. like it way too yeah, much. Got, yeah. It's got to be something he's not gonna. I take like. it back. Yeah, not fitting. Yeah, it's not embarrassing <laughs> yeah. enough. 
No. Yeah. Yeah. That's just really, a typical yeah, Wednesday. Fun. <laughs> Nothing new here. Uh, but the, the alien abduction phenomenon is a, I mean, just from the surface of just like the stuff we've, we've talked about here and we'll probably talk about it again because it, it is a, there's more to come. Oh, there's there's more. Tell me there's going to be a Roman numeral three. There will oh, 100%. be hundred percent. Okay. And 200 there's, more. Files. There's hey, with Mr. T. Mr. T will be here. Celebrity <laughs> abduction stories and stuff. There's so many short, quick I like ones. that Dan Clubber yeah. Lang. Rocky yep. three. That's nice. That was a good touch. Yeah. Uh, and so you can't, I, yeah, I, again, I, I can't say that you can totally write it off as just like a, even if you say, yes, it is some type of psychological thing. That is some kind of, uh, I don't want to say mass hysteria because that's an overgeneralization, but uh, saying it's something like this, like it's still interesting to me, even if that is, it, it is some kind of collective psychosis, that's still incredibly interesting and about what, what makes it, you know, what makes it profligate or whatever like what right. makes it like why is it everywhere and why are there so many people making these claims and you know maybe it is real maybe some aliens but maybe it's not maybe their percentage is really low maybe again maybe like one in you know a hundred of these are actually happening there's got to be it's, an influence of like pop culture movies tv and the rest on sure some, I, I, on some I, of yeah, those there has to be no you just can't yeah. you can't ignore that but there's some cases you're like why would you come out and say that and just like Put yourself in the public domain in that fashion. Never profit off it, and then just and it disappear and disappear. Like, I mean, when you look up nothing. when you look up Abby Bella, you type her into YouTube or whatever. Every single one of her videos is her holding a blow up fucking alien. Yeah, she's really like, this is her, her boyfriend. She, yeah, right. Like that's her. This is her claim to fame. I think. And it, for some people, it is. Happy. She's in the New York Post. <laughs> no, I mean that's it, it's not the fucking O'Reilly report. No, but I mean, it's New York. Post, O'Reilly I guess it's okay. Or the O'Reilly factor. <laughs> yeah. We're not talking pinnacle here, but pretty close. Pretty close. I think the New York Post and O'Reilly factor are on the same page. Uh, but uh, yeah, it is, it is a truly, I think, a deeply fascinating uh, facet of human culture. Like, it, it, at least, you know, you could say maybe it's, it's mainly North American. Like a majority of the, the the reports and detailed reports and documentation comes out of the United States, maybe yeah. and like Europe to some extent, UK, like, um, but yeah, it, it it's something that you can keep talking about and, and new stuff will come out. Like, we'll, I mean, we're gonna there's gonna be stories. It's not like I said, like the 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 reports have been falling off, but they haven't completely stopped. It's just you have to kind of look for them now you know you're not going to see them on the you're not going to see them on the local news report unless it's something really astounding you know it's like you know some uh, you know eight people you know multiple witnesses all of that kind of stuff um you know there is a point to be said that maybe now like the the burden of proof is kind of increased for these kinds of reports you know back when you could talk about these things it could it could have been anything mm-hmm. uh happening um, but now we've got smartphones. Now we've got CCTV. We've got all that stuff. We've got satellite trackers. We've got all this stuff, internet, all of these things. And so now when, for the story to really break, to be really interesting, it has to kind of, you have to meet some of those, you know, those, you have to pass those before you can kind of like, the, the bullshit meter is a little bit higher now than it was back in like, you know, 1991. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. Well, we got lots know, it, more it, it, abduction stories. Uh, Oh, it's for the third one. Yeah. Four years from now. Four years from now. <laughs> I mean, we talk, uh, look for that one coming down the pipeline. <laughs> we talk about abductions a lot in other, like a lot of them, a lot of the cases we've talked about, there's usually an abduction phenomena to it. 
but there's a lot more, you know, a lot more details of the cases usually. So this one was a fun one just to lump a couple together and, uh, you know, kind of theorize on why, you know? Yeah, I, like I said, you could do a whole, we could do a whole multi-part podcast about just the abduction phenomenon. There's entire books written about this. Susan Clancy, yeah. like we just mentioned, she wrote her book, uh, John Mack's book, uh, John Mack's books, Jacques Vallée or whatever, like all of them have written books and examined the abduction phenomenon just itself um, and looking at it from different perspectives. It's always a good time. Like it's always, I think, um, you know, different approaches and and what's what's being taken down, what's being examined, what is considered significant, what's not. Uh, it's it's a it's a weird part of our culture, and I think it's going to be around. Like it's not going anywhere. Like it's not going anywhere. Yeah, it's really yeah. it's really easy to dismiss some of the cases. Like it, it is because there's usually there's no proof. It's really just yeah. word against word. It's really easy to dismiss, but because there's so many. And very similar all all around the world. You gotta you, you gotta you gotta pay a little attention. You gotta give it a little credit. I say so. Yeah, it's it's you know like our um, our buddy on top of the uh, oh shit, what's the one I can't remember? My brain's fried. The uh, the guy got trapped in the tree with the robot oh, aliens. The Cisco Grove encounter. Yeah, Cisco yeah, Grove that was awesome. That was a great, was one. A great one. Um, you know when those ones come out, those are really fantastic. They're so like, fun. Those are really great. Yeah, and it's just. Yeah, and, and like I said, you don't get a lot of those anymore. You know, you don't get um, you know some of my favorites, probably Cisco Grove and like Stardust Ranch. Like those. <laughs> was that the samurai the sword dude? Yeah, he had, to, he had to fight the aliens with the samurai sword. I'm like, pretty sure that's a that's a confidential on Patreon. If you're looking for yeah. Stardust Ranch, <laughs> it's a really good one. And uh, like those are some of my favorite ones. I'm just like, this is this is wild, man. <laughs> this is, you know, I. The, and and some of them just don't have a lot of documentation. Some do, and um, you know, ones that take place over long periods of time. But uh, yeah, we'll definitely end up re-examining this at some point because it's just oh, this stuff comes out, and we've and got there's, tons, there's lots tons of to stories. say about it. Oh, yeah. it's fun. There, if nothing else, it's fun to just have the wonder of like why why ETs would come here and be boning our women. Yeah, why would they be interested? <laughs> what are you in doing? Our, Tiny little dirt. Yeah, dude, our women are fucking sexy, dude. That's the whole playing. galaxy wants <laughs> to come so here. There's so many babes here. There's so many. Yeah. She's like, you see Happy Bella with and two every, everybody knows yeah. Earth girls are easy. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. It's true. It's true. A documentary uh, on it. You can look yeah. it up. With because uh, you know <laughs> Jeff Goldblum is an alien. <laughs> Let's. Uh, why don't we wrap this one up? What do we got? Uh, we Give us theory of the week. Theory of the week. All right, I'll do it up. If you want to get theory of the week, there's many ways to do it. You can be posted on our Facebook group, active on our Discord, uh, send us something that laughs, or the easiest way and you know the most helpful to the show, leave us an awesome five-star review. And that's exactly what uh, Chris... In Christian Smith did oh. uh, from the United States. He left us a five-star review. No, it was it's C R I S H N S M I F F. Oh, he really fucked you over there. C Christian okay. Smith. Well, it's because he knew Braden was gonna read this one. Oh. Christian Smith. So he made it difficult. Is there a reason you picked this one, Braden? No, it's just it's a, five, a new five star review with a well, nice okay. long a nice long write-up. Uh, it says best podcast freaking ever. I don't normally listen to podcasts, but I'm obsessed with this one. 
Braden's definitely number one theorist. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh-huh. There we go. That's <laughs> what it was. Got it. But for real, all of you being something amazing to bring something amazing to the show. And it wouldn't be the same if even just one of you guys left the show. Uh, I've been listening to this pod for years. And to this day, it's still the only podcast I've ever listened to more than just one episode. Oh, uh, bro, you got to get on some more podcasts. Dude. Yeah, there's, there's so many better, better ones. ones. There's crazy ones better than this for sure. I appreciate it, yeah. though. Uh, just thank you for that, Christian Smith. Uh, you are the theorite of the week. Oh, yeah. Pick strictly by Braid. Yeah, we, we, give him, we give him one every once in a while. And yeah. Every once in a while. That's fair. Like the pad of stats there. Yeah, I've got a little folder that says... Braden's panderings, <laughs> and uh, I just choose from that. <laughs> that boosts your uh, boost your chances yeah. of theory of the week. <clears throat> All right, if you want to support the show, skip the ads, support your favorite podcast. You know, know where to go. Aliantheorist.com. Two ways to support. Supercast. Some people say Patreon's too complicated. They don't want the app. Blah blah blah. Supercast is for you. Or as we say every episode, also Patreon. They do the exact same thing. It's totally your choice. If you listen on Spotify, uh, Supercast actually can get you the private feed right in Spotify. It's the only way to do that. This week's newest supporters, Aaron Prosser, Liz Young with a one-year pledge, Mitch Hay goes up to a $10 pledge, Willie B, Cotton Kulak, a full-year pledge, and a huge, <clears throat> huge shout out to Stank Kansas or Stank Canass, Stankanass, 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 baby. A one year pledge at the top tier. We fucking appreciate it. Not Agent Mulder in disguise. Brant, the Space Mayan, Danny Poolman, and Jeremiah Bell. Thank you very much for supporting the show. And as we always say at the end of these things, keep those eyes on the skies. See you in after hours. <laughs>